in the year's 1879, but the history's not our own. Everything changed on July 3rd, 1863, during the Battle of Gettysburg. The dead rose up, the shadows darkened, and a reckoning had begun. Humanity's worst nightmares now walked the waking world. Everything seemed to be headed to hell in a handbasket. Humanity, however, was more resilient than the terrors expected. A secret war began between the darkness and those who would stand against it. A few sturdy folks from all walks of life, from school moms to nuns, from snake oil salesmen to steadfast soldiers and children to old coots, have risen up to stand between their fellow humans and creatures born in the very pits of hell. Some were fated to fall, but others stood firm. For the next hour or so, sit back and listen to the stories of horror and heroism, recounting of the sacrifices these unsung heroes have made. Enjoy these tales from the Deadlands. Be warned, however, these tales are not for the faint of heart. Hello and welcome back to the Knights of the Smith Dinner Table actual play podcast of Tales from the Deadlands, brought to you by Poppets Coffee. If you love coffee, go head on over to uh, poppetscoffee.com. Now... I would like to throw this out there for uh, one of our players, more specifically, my wife, to give us a little uh, recap. <laughs> and she's shaking her head no at me. Okay, Mike, why don't you give us the recap then? Well, you see, what had happened was, is the train we were on wrecked. After we defended ourselves against some Apache, we went down into a tunnel and followed it, a, a mirrored train tracks. Upon that, we found Hellstrom himself uh, making a train, an underground railroad, if you will, to California. And we were, we were going to be stuck with him for a bit. I cooked dinner. Everybody loved it. And Daisy went missing. And when we found Daisy... She was surrounded by these dirt monsters. And that is where we are picking up right now, with it being Daisy's turn on the initiative tracker. Indeed. And I believe that the last thing that Daisy said, she was talking to the guy operating this incredible drilling machine, um, which you guys can't really see at the moment because all you can see are its headlights, which are facing in the opposite direction. But the last thing she said was, hey, mister, do you see those things? I believe those were her exact words. I'm sure she'll correct me as soon as she's done putting her son back to bed. Um, but that's not where we're going to step back in yet. We're going to go back just a few moments before all of this started. <clears throat> when... Cole and Charles were running down the tunnel towards the sound of the racket. When we have a uh, gentleman who's over by the cook fire. <clears throat> and Luke, yes, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> pardon me, the infamous Luke Notman has joined the cast. Luke? Infamous? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> um, why don't you tell us about this gentleman who's standing by the cook fire? Well, well, <sighs> stands about five foot eleven. His broad shoulders, but 
not a lot of muscle. Wears a nice hat. It's got very prominent mutton chops. It's a handlebar that kind of comes up across his face. He's got hair the color of mud and a duster to match. He, uh, <laughs> he carries with him uh, a, a smoking pipe that anybody who's been within him within like a minutes would have <laughs> would have known that he smokes quite regularly and he's uh, often the first person to suggest having a drink but mainly just being able to re recount stories seems to have a lot of stories he takes off the hat he is bald as can be seems like he was uh, he shaves it uh, daily to uh, beat a regressing hairline <laughs> All right, and uh, <clears throat> as he's standing there, looking down at the, the cook fire, where this newcomer Charles came in and made a undoubtedly better meal than than what this gentleman could, uh, he hears the racket and he looks over and he is standing there shocked for just a moment. And he sees in between him and Hellstrom's caboose, um, a woman, a woman who has the appearance of intelligence, looking very brilliant. However, much like other new scientists of the time, she has her hands and face stained with the black marks of ghost rock that just don't wash off very easily. Um, Pam, our other new cast member, why don't you tell us a little bit about your character and what you know about her? Well, she is a quirky scientist. Uh, she is also a doctor. Help me out here, guys. <laughs> Why don't why don't you tell people what she looks like? Because I just kind of gave a a quick Let's little see. summary, but uh, you can. She's a little on the shorter side. Uh, she's about five five. She's got blonde braided hair. She's got, um, she's got of course her doctor's bag with all kinds of necessary goodies. Um, her wardrobe is awesome. She's got all the armor that she possibly needs. She's got her monocle because that's what scientists do. All right. Yeah. And as she also looks towards the racket, both of these new people who aren't really new, they've been there the whole time, but their characters are just now coming into the limelight. They see two of the three strangers that arrived this afternoon at their camp go running down the tunnel towards the drilling machine. And as they're standing there, kind of perplexed by this whole situation, they've heard the automaton back down the way that they came from, firing its Gatling gun. All of the guards in camp went running down that tunnel towards the automaton to uh, see if it needs help. And uh, that's when the door to Dr. Hellstrom's caboose 
very well-appointed caboose. Uh, just the absolute best in luxury for 1879. And the good doctor himself steps out and in his clipped tones, clipped British tones, which I'm not even going to try and imitate, he looks around and then snaps at both of you. Well, what am I paying you for? Head down there towards the drilling machine and find out what's going on. And I assume both of you are going to start moving in that direction. Now, Dr. Hellstrom, you get back in that carriage, you lock that door. And he just kind of gives you a a disdainful look. Then get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the same look he gave me? Yes, it is indeed the same look he gave you. He'll come around. He'll come around. I know that. I'm not there, but... All right. So are the two of you going to start running in that direction? Yeah, I'm, uh... I'm going to be pulling out my knife, mainly because, like, if we're going into a cave, Mm -hmm. caves are are typically places you don't want to be using any kind of explosive anything. Incendiaries are just not a good idea. That's why they use chemical lights. Uh, And I don't think that we've reached a point where chemical lights are pretty uh, accessible here. So it's... um, pulling out my uh, my Bowie knife just my regular one okay and Pam is the good doctor going to go running down the tunnel after them definitely alright so as the two of you are rushing down the tunnel the camera will pan back down the tunnel to where we have Daisy inside the cabin of this drilling machine with its operator, who appears to be another mad scientist. And Charles and Cole, both of you have just come into the tunnel um, just moments before, and you can see what appears to be about a dozen creatures just swarming all over the digging machine. But it is now Daisy Landry's turn. Daisy, what are you going to do? Did the guy answer me? As you say that, um, he spins around, looks down, and where the hell did you come from? I've been here. I am actually from Kansas. No, no, no. We don't have time for that. But you asked. Mm. (coughs) Wow, that voice kind of hurts the voice box. Um, so you have all of these monstrosities. You got kind of a look at them. They didn't scare you much. Um, but what are you going to do? They're kind of pounding on the outside of the digging machine. Can you describe, like, how did I get into the digging machine? Is there one door? Is there multiple door? Do the windows go up and down? So the only windows are two small slits on the front of the cabin that are up over top of the drilling machine and rather than having glass in them they've got a like wire mesh that's real fine you can still see through it kind of like a uh, do a screen door but on the back end of it there is a single door that does have a glass pane and that's how you can see 
those creatures outside. So really, I can only see like four of them. Um, I can actually throw some magical walls up. No, it's okay. Give you an idea. Oops, not that tight. So there. That should fix your line of sight. Oh, so I can see more than I thought I could. Um, is, how do you open this door? It is just a a... simple um, pull handle, like the up and down kind. So it's like a a pair of levers. On one side, the lever is up. The other side, the lever is down. And you just pivot it. Yeah. Okay. You just pivot it as you grab hold of it. Um, do these creatures <clears throat> seem to be... They do not seem to have figured out how this door handle works yet. They are just pounding on the ghost steel walls. I'm going to go over to the side and start pounding back to them. Hey, hi! What you doing out there? Pounding on the glass at them? Um, yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, I can see <clears throat> those couple up that are on the glass, so yes, yep. I will. All right. So, effectively... Maybe I'm trying to, like, communicate with them talking in Morse code type. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think Dada any... taught me how to do this. Anything useful, but distracting the <laughs> monsters. No, I'm not distracting them. I'm talking to them. All right. So we go to the next of these tunnel critters, and it is going to get a notice check to see if it notices the lights coming from behind it. Um, It is distracted, so I'm going to give it a minus one penalty. And roll. Oh, it aced for a total of eight. So it definitely sees Cole and... uh, Charles coming down the tunnel and it turns its attention away from the digging machine and it'll move its first six inches it can't reach anybody yet so it is going to try and run and get up to Cole who happens to be the closest he's only going to get another two inches out of that as I rolled a two on the die um and he doesn't have anything that will allow him to get closer. All right, then it goes to the next tunnel critter. He also gets a notice check. Also with that minus one, because his attention is on the train. Or not the train, the drip digging machine. And he does not notice it. So he is spending his action fruitlessly pounding on the ghost rock armor. <clears throat> the third one in this group also gets its notice check. And it definitely failed. And that takes us to Cole. Cole, make a notice check as you're coming in. Alrighty. Any lighting penalties? Uh, dark. Dark? Mm-hmm. Because this is out beyond your light. Ooh, look at that ace. Uh, 11 on the dice, and after the penalty, it comes down to a 7, which is a success. Just barely, by the lights that are 
very, very dim inside the cabin of that thing, you can see the pigtailed head that seems to be very familiar, and it looks like it's pounding on the glass, and you swear it's taunting these creatures. Ah, uh, this kid. But as this one gets closer, and you get a good look at it, and I'm going to show the image to the posse again, um, just because there's a couple of folks who haven't seen it yet. A couple of players, I should say. Me? I'm folks. Hello. <laughs> wow. And uh, that's what it looks like. So oh. for those of you listening at home, it stands, if it stood up straight, it would probably stand close to six feet in height. And it has arms that are at least as long as its uh, legs that reach easily down to the ground. Um... Uh, and, uh, as it comes into view, it seems that we temporarily lost Mike. So I am going to pause the recording right here so we can get him back in because he's going to have to make this next roll as well. So hold on just a moment. All right. Technical difficulties managed. Now, as I was saying, this weird mud, dirt, rock, something monster comes barreling up the tunnel towards Cole, and both Cole and Charles get a good look at it. I need both of you to make a spirit test. However, before you make it, we need to add a penalty onto it, and I just need to double check what that penalty is. Um, oh no, a fear penalty? Indeed. Alright, so that is going to be a minus two fear penalty to those spirit checks. Why did Ouch. you go... Are you playing with the uh, status effects there, Charles? No, I had them all checked off, so I was unchecking them. Because ah. they keep popping up and going away. Yeah, no, they were all showing as checked on my sheet, so I was fixing that. Okay. Alright, both so, of you need to make that spirit test with the minus, minus two. One. Oh, minus two. Mm, we're going to spend a mini on mine. That was even worse. You know what? We will spend one more mini on it since we have an extra one to start with. Oh, there you go. That's much better. He comes out with a 13 after two bennies spent, and that is a pair of raises. He is just fine. Charles follows up with a 7, and so that is going to also allow him to pass. So both of you managed to to find that courage deep inside as this weird strange critter comes running down the tunnel at you and now it is Cole's turn alright I'm going to try to identify what this thing is that is going to be an occult check alrighty and do I get any uh, uh, bonuses be... from my class I don't think you have no, you do not have the item that you need that would give you the bonus. So it is going to be at a minus one because these things are pretty rare. Or pretty uncommon, right. I should say. And as you squeak it with a total of four, 
Oh, you know that these things are called tunnel critters. And the reason why they're so uncommon is because most people don't go too deep underground. Um, now, these are more insects than anything. They just like to coat themselves in mud. And they have the, uh, they have the mandibles, like a, a bug would, as well as segmented eyes. And you know that they also have four ball-tipped appendages, what would look like arms and legs to normal people, that they use for digging, movement, and some limited manipulation. Um, okay. Any idea of how to dispatch them? As far as you know, they they bleed uh, just like anything else, and that is going to be all you're going to get off of a basic success. All right. Well, the only good bug is a dead bug, so we're going to go ahead and uh, pull out our sawed-off double barrel shotgun. All right. And mm, do I want to... Let me double-check something real quick. Pull both barrels? Well, I was... I don't remember if I get a bonus for being basically planting it. No, you just have to be in short range. Okay. And as long as you're using uh, scatters or regular shotgun shells, uh, you'll click the... Where did it go? Oh, I'm pretty sure I have slugs. So when you throw up your uh, shooting card, it will have the option to choose between scatter and slugs. There's no penalty okay. for using slugs, but there is a bonus for using scatter. Okay. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I bought all slugs. Alrighty, so we are going to shoot with it. Uh, shooting slug. Since we're not melee. Yep. Um, do 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 do. He's at the edge of my light. Is it dim? Uh, that would be dim. Yes. All right. And. And we don't have to worry about the both until the damage phase, correct? Correct. All right. So we will take our shot at this guy. Oh, that is going to be a miss with a total of one. Um. Yeah, we'll go ahead and miss. I wonder why it didn't do the shooting sound. Oh, that's why. Because if you scroll back up and look. Um, actually, no, I see. So it's got it down under alternate traits. I don't know why. Well, apparently I didn't have subtracted ammo turned on either, so I will deduct those two off. All right. So those shots miss. Oh, do I have questions? Do I have it turned on? Wow, I am just like dropping the ball today. Yeah, I had am ammunition management turned off when we were playing to uh, test things. There you are. And I got nothing else going on in my turn, so I will end my turn. All right. 
then we go to this next tunnel critter right here and it's going to get a notice check and i forgot to add its plus two to that but that's okay it's still passed so it's gonna run after the thing that made the really loud sound oh he's got 12 inches of movement and he gets right up in cole's face and as he does he tries biting cole and let's see if he succeeds at this bite. Uh, I've got five bennies and we're we're almost halfway through our normal playtime. So let's go ahead and give this a, oh no. Ooh, that was close. So we're gonna stick with a, uh, a miss. As that almost critically failed. The next one also gets a notice check. However, this one is up on the door, so it's going to ignore stuff behind it. It's it's this critter right here. And it's right up by the door, and it keeps pounding at that door, so it's going to try and damage the door. We're going to roll that. And then we're going to roll the damage. And that is... Oh! That door took a wound. No, actually, that door did not take a wound because its hardness is 15. Next critter. It is also attacking the digging machine. So it's going to bite. Let's see if it gets a raise. It does not. It's got to beat a 15 on damage, so nope. And then the next critter. <clears throat> also attacking the door. It will hit the digging machine, but does not cause any damage. The next critter also attacking the door or attacking the train or damn it, drilling machine. Um, and it misses on a one, but does not critically miss. And then the last critter is going to attack the uh, digging machine. Keep wanting to call it a train. It successfully Choo -choo. hits the digging machine and does no damage to it. And finally, at the bottom of the round, we have Charles. Charles, you Arr. see two of these critters. One of them is all up in uh, Cole's face. Yep, I see that. And well... We're going to fix that for him. We're going to declare two actions. Pulling up our Winchester lever action shotgun with okay. the bird shot in it. Okay. Don't so miss. I get, a, I get a plus two. <clears throat> so close range. Yep. And if you, when you bring up the card, it'll have the option to choose uh, shot. Uh, buckshot. Buckshot short. Will it automatically give me the plus two if I hit buckshot short? Yeah, you have to hit the shooting buckshot. The buckshot short is when you're doing the damage. Ah, okay. Well, then I'll give myself the plus Ooh. two. Uh, no, it gave me the plus two, so that's actually only a seven total. All right, let me expand that result. That is not going to be a raise, so go ahead and click that 
Uh, click the buckshot short, and then the damage button. Oh, that is a solid hit with a 12 as you blast right into it, and it falls to the ground quite dead. And uh, the next action, change that one. Yo. That is a miss. So we're going to Benny that. Ooh, there's an ace coming up with a total of 10. And uh, that is going to be a hit with a raise. And I believe that was still in your short range. Yep. Short range on that's 12. And that is another critter dead. All right. And that's my turn. And I will click the next turn button, and here it comes. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, Pam and Luke's characters are going to be able to hop into the fray this time, so I will throw them into the tracker, because it's really not that long of a tunnel. And at the top, we have... Cole Cassidy, once again. All right. Well, this turn, we're going to be spending two actions reloading. All right. You going to move it all, or are you just going to stay where you're at? Um, best to let them come to me. Okay. So go ahead and click that next turn button. Let's see. There we go. It might refresh for everybody. Yep, it's going to refresh. Because I was changing the settings that way the uh, tokens turn into blood splats when they die. <laughs> all right. So this one, all the way up here at the front, it is going to try and... Uh, let's actually, let's give it a notice check to see if it realizes that two of its clan have gone down. Um, no, no, it does not notice as it comes in with a total of one. So it is going to go ahead and try and bite that uh, digging machine. And it is going to... I keep forgetting to add the size bonus, so that will be a hit. <clears throat> but not enough to cause any real damage. The next critter. Let's see if he notices that two of his tribe are down. They have no bonuses or penalties, so no, he does not. And he is going to continue trying to bite. He succeeds where his friend did as well. Ooh. And uh, that is going to be... So that is enough to cause one wound to the digging machine as he just 
carves this huge gash in the side of it. And Daisy, you see part of the uh, the wall just rip open as this this creature just tears into it. Like how much? Um, it's about a foot long gash. It's about an inch wide. So you can see through it and see the creature. Uh, it's too far away to use your knife, but you could stick the barrel of your gun out. Alright, next critter. This one, let's see if he makes that notice check. And he does, and so he is going to turn, see that two of his uh, tribe mates are down, and he is going to try and run to get the bastiches that did it. Although he's not going to make it very far. Only rolled a one on the running roll. So he can only go seven inches total. And that takes us to Daisy. So Daisy, it's out this side, since you can't actually see it, that the creature uh, slashed in. I say, can't you use Q to peek out? Um, you know what? Actually, yes, she can. Is it control Q? Just Q. And move your mouse around. And then you should be able to hold Alt and... Yep. And then you can still, while holding Q, hit Alt and click the target if you want to target that one. It won't let me. Am I doing something wrong? So, hold Q. Oh, there we go. Mouse. I had to click on myself. Oh, okay. Um... So it's the one to the south here that you can see. What's my friend in here doing? He... You know what I forgot to do for him? I forgot to make his spirit roll when he saw these things. So he's got a minus two fear level. Um, and, yep. He is also yeller. So let's roll for that. And he failed. So let, let me see what happens on the fear team. As you're doing that, how hard is it? Oh, I wasn't expecting that. No. <laughs> <laughs> how hard is this thing to drive? Uh, as you're looking over, there are literally hundreds of these... Uh, levers and buttons. But I'm assuming I watched him for a while while he was driving. He actually hasn't had to do anything for a while because the drill was just going. So like is there a lever that looks like mm. it's a forward backwards? Um that would require a notice check. Okay, I'm going to do that first. All right. And go ahead and do that as you're looking for a way to back this thing up. Um, do I need any? Um, no, I, I'm going to say that since you sat there and watched him for a while, uh, there's not going to be a penalty. Ooh, look at that ace. Are you using the, the Tiger King dice? I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> I think it's random. All right. Uh, total of seven on the die roll after getting an ace. So... Um. On his fear table roll, shouldn't that have been a 21, not a 17? Yes, and I realized that um, I am going to remove that fear table macro. 
Oh, he he got the major phobia. And another one for here. Yes. Let me drop that one on. And so he's gonna have a plus two for terror. Let me roll that for him again. Alright. With the correct one. I'm gonna go with the uh, first result, because I like that first result better. So he is panicked. And unfortunately, there is no panicked effect there. So as you move up, he is going to move back towards the door. Is there any light inside of this? Very, very dim, and I will drop a light source there. Can you? I was going to say, I know you put up some temporary things so I can see who I can see. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can't see out the front anymore. Porch. This is going to be... that help? I, yeah, I don't like being in an enclosed black box. Yeah, I, I can see that. Alright, so you see what you believe is the uh, drive lever. And you are pretty sure that you can at least put it in neutral. Daisy is never pretty sure. Daisy is always 100% certain. You are 100% certain. And I'm going to grab whatever I see that looks like it could be making it go backwards and start backing this thing up. All right. So I am going to need your choice of a driving roll or a weird science roll. Um, I don't have either, so. So unskilled. Do I need any modifiers? Um, just the I'm going to say it's just going to be a straight up roll on this instance. And right now with a total of zero, you're not. With a total of three, you are still failing. Oh, and she spins another Benny and brings her total up to three, three. still. You going to stop there? Fishing for that critical failure. She comes in. She's still at a total of three. Still at a total of three. She has one Benny left, folks. Still three. And the total is three. So as you grab this lever and you shove it in the direction that you think is the correct direction, he kicks the door open and he dives out. Why is he going on my turn? Because I just didn't deal him in. And he is trying to run away from these guys. And they are going to roll as a group. So they are going to target him. They are all going to get bite. However, I get to add a wild die since I'm having them all go as a group that is going to be a success let me uh 
roll an additional d6 with the ace. Let's see if that comes up any better. Um, that does not. So, they do hit, and we are going to give it that for the damage, and he is shaken. Why did it incapacitate him? Because he was with the panic, he already started out oh, as shaken. He started out as shaken. Oh, okay. So he is on the ground unconscious. All right. So, Daisy, as you do that, you hear this horrendous grinding noise. And then you can also hear the creatures behind you much more clearly than you could before. And as you glance over your shoulder, the door is open and you don't see that old man anywhere. And with that, we go to the good doctor all the way back here. And uh, as you get up close, I need, Pam, for you to make a spirit test. You will have a minus two, and to get that, you click the modifiers for better rolls at the bottom of the chat on the right, and just click on the minus two and then make a spirit test. Uh, spirit is under attributes. And okay, just as a heads up for everybody listening, this is Pam's first tabletop role-playing game ever. Woo! So cut her some slack. She is going to have fun and learn. And we so are going to turn I'm very excited about it. We're going to turn her into a gaming geek. One of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you see where the... Yep. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> welcome to gaming. You just made <laughs> right. So dun, welcome dun, to the dun. ability to spend bennies. <laughs> nope, well, not on a can't. Oh, can't that's right. It's a critical, a critical failure. Oh, God. So not only do I get to add the fear level to this roll, but I get to add an additional two for that critical failure. Hope he rolls low. Oops. For the record, I, I do have a lot of experience generally with games, but I've only ever played a one shot of Savage Worlds. So I'm <laughs> uh, still a little bit uh, rusty on the rules, but I'm, uh, I'm picking it up as we go. All right. So I'm not going to use the macros. The macros are annoying me. So I will go straight to the table. And... Oh. Oh, God. I did not do it right, but... Oh, Myophobia. God. Plus four to that? That's yep. heart attack. So let me look at my fear table. That's a vigor roll at minus two. Indeed. So make a vigor roll at minus two there, Dr. Tilly. Hope you liked making characters. <laughs> As long as you don't make a critical fail. No, not spirit, vigor. So go up to your attributes, click the vigor, 
There we go. And then minus two. On your modifiers for better rolls, click the minus two trait roll modifier. You might have to expand that on your screen. Do you see underneath the chat bar box where you see modifiers for better rolls with a little arrow? Yeah, I did that. Yep, click that, it'll bring it up, and then you click the minus two on trait roll, and then hit your roll. Uh The top roll. Yep. I think I did it. There it goes. Oh. Okay, well, you didn't fail. You can spend a Benny to roll that again. And if you look in the card there, there's a little circle thing to the right of the numbers for the dice roll. Uh And if you click Uh on that, it'll automatically spend that Benny. Well, that's better, but you're you're still dying. And <laughs> trouble. Keep trying. I would go until you have no bennies left. Because worst case scenario, you die more. Uh, oh, also, really? spend your um. Oh yeah, you have an. Spend your card. card. That will. Okay. So if you click on the card, it'll have a play option. And the card that she has is in the face of fear. And what that does is your whole posse adds the current fear level modifier to all of their trait rolls for the rest of this round. So rather than a minus two, you're going to be at a straight up roll. So I will remove that better rolls. And that changes it from a or if you're going to play that card. Yes, I am. All right. So that changes it from a uh, failure into a success. <clears throat> but it's not with a raise. So she just stunned. You are stunned until you pass a vigor check to break that stuff. All but right. She's not dying. Charles. Uh, did she make it up to the map before she She got is. Oh, yeah. Can you see where the uh, marker is? Oh, okay. So she's still back there. Yeah. She can see you guys, but by the way that the, the uh, map works, you can't see I her can... currently because she's not technically on the map yet. I can cue and see her with the magic of looking around corners. It lets me look through that wall. All right, so what is Charles going to do? All right, well, I see another one of these things coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And... Oh, I can see Daisy. Just barely, now that the door is open. And, uh, of all the things, Daisy is in there pushing levers and buttons. Not all of them. She's very good at pushing buttons. That's so I'm just going to shoot. Mama always told me I'm going to shoot at this one. It's not your turn, but we didn't have any buttons to push. It's not your turn, <laughs> but you weren't saying that to me. You were just thinking it and I was thinking thoughts back to you. Uh, do I got dim on that since it's just outside of the flickering lantern? Yes, sorry. No problem. That is a miss. A miss. Let's try that out with a band. Did you remember your plus two? 
It should. It adds it automatically. It, it adds it automatically. Let's see. No, from the card. Oh. Oh, no, I did not. So give me that Benny back. I will. I can do it. Oh, whoops. Thanks, Nick. Good call. That's only good for this round, so, so might as well take, take advantage of, of it. Penalty, which turns it into a hit. A hit. So if it's only good for this round, and it was played after me, I don't get it? Correct. Yep. Well, that just stinks. All right. So that would be two wounds, and you splatter that sucker. All right. You gonna move it all? I'm not getting out of the torchlight. Cole can move first. Oh, when I uh hit the uh dead button, it takes away incapacitated, which gives them the uh or turns them away from a blood spot back into a token. I think that they might have those mixed up a little bit. <laughs> Either All way, right. I am done with my turn. All right, so then we go to Luke's character. Okay. And now... as you cannot see any of these things alive at the moment. So the the doctor looks like she's actively in distress right now, right? Yep, she, she kind of cried out in pain, clutched her chest with both hands, kind of got gray in pallor. And after a moment, she seems to shake it off, but she's standing there kind of dazed. Okay, I'm gonna come over and just say, you okay? Where am I? <laughs> um, I, where are we right now? <laughs> you guys are in the lead dig tunnel. For this railroad. Lead dig tunnel, Dr. Hellstrom, remember? Oh, yeah. Can I do a medicine check on her? See what, uh, whatever that might be, healing? I think you said notice check. Notice check, sorry. I had notice check? hit my, no yep. Okay. Um, Privately rolling it, huh? Uh, no, I uh, have that set on uh, something different. We'll do a public roll. If you right-click on it, it will give you the option to show it. There we go. Hey, okay. Hey. Yeah. So, um, it's just like standard illumination. I'm not really doing like too much about much, so we'll just roll. Oh, look at Sorry. that ace. Coming in with an 11, which is a raise. You are certain that woman just had a heart attack. Uh, and she looks like she's lucky to be alive. Um, Is there anything I could do to, like, help with that? Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure, cause especially given cause the time period, it's like, what would be the, the you, solution here? You've got a doctor's bag, right? I certainly do. Uh, I'm like, do, would I be carrying nitro around with me? Like, is that a thing? Because, well, like, that doesn't seem like it's Wild West. 
Uh, yeah, nitroglycerin, the medicine, I don't believe was around yet. Yeah, no, that was a, that was an unstable explosive they used in this time period. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Um. So you could. Oh, wait. Um, eighteen forty-seven. Yep. I so you would have some after that. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, you can give her a little bit of nitro and and help her with that. I'm gonna learn a shit ton about history just by playing this, and it's all gonna be like some. It's 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 half history because like half of it's like dramatized, right? So good grief! I've never been a history buff, so this is gonna be neat. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll say roll up your sleeve. Hurry up. Be quick about it. And actually, you give it orally. Oh, is that how that works? Oh, that's right, under the tongue. Correct. I, I could hear Pam's eye twitching from here. <laughs> no, at least. Okay, to be fair, and this is in my defense, I know you guys do actually actively work with this stuff on a regular basis. My foundation of this is that my dad's been sick for the last, like, while, so, like, he's been having heart attacks, strokes since Ooh. I was, like, 12 years old. So the man has had so many different, like, cause to effect that it's like, what did they do with that again? And I was mixing up what he has to do with the damn uh, insulin with what he with what the, oh, the no. nitro, <laughs> the insulin jab that we keep in the fridge versus the freaking nitroglycerin that they gave him to put under the tongue. So <laughs> yeah, we don't need insulin right now. Exactly, we're right. we're here for nitro. So yeah, so I'll I'll, I'll pull out the tincture basically. And uh, <laughs> what are you doing me again? <laughs> nitroglycerin for the heart okay. attack. Okay. All right, so make a healing check, and if okay. you succeed, uh, you'll remove her stun condition for her. Okay. Well, at least you didn't confuse what an analgesic is. Fair. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, so I'm not even going to try and pretend. Um, for those of you not in the know, I am a paramedic, and Pam is my co-worker, and she is an EMT, so... Like, I was talking about it, I'm like, God, my foot is like, they're going to have to, like, roll the ambulance out to me to remove my foot. It's going to be beautiful. Like, the poetry through the entire thing, amazing. We, we call that the foot assectomy. Okay. All right, so he got an ace on that roll, coming out with a total of five, which is a success. Doesn't he get a plus two? Um. Oh, yeah. So I will add two onto that result. Won't pump it to a race, but a seven looks better than a five. It does. Indeed. So you do plus. like that. The only time you hate to see it is when you're on your volume control, man. <laughs> Damn. Seven, I mute most myself. unappreciated number. I mute myself all the time, and I forget, so I understand that whole volume thing. Oh. All Just right. it at, like, even numbers. Or so she is no longer stunned. The nitro... So Pardon me, is pretty fast acting. So she does have a pretty nasty headache, but uh, she's no longer stunned by the sudden cardiac event. Okay, as I start to notice that the uh, the actual effects are being kind of taking hold, I'm going to kind of cuff her on the shoulder and say, breathe. <laughs> Crying <right>. out loud. <laughs> So from there, we go to the next critter. And this one is going to crawl right up in the machine with 
Daisy. And it is going to try and bite Daisy because unlike those Apache that she fought earlier in the day, it doesn't care that she's a kid. And it misses horribly. It um, does care. It just is pretending it doesn't. The next critter is this one who is going to sweep around and move up next to the good mad scientist there. And this one, um, everybody can kind of see this one because this guy, he's not moving. He's laying there. And Let's see, can... Oh yeah. Thanks to the light that's coming from the other side, from the open door of the uh, drilling machine, that is now making a god-awful noise, everybody can it's see start this... going backwards in a few moments. This creature leaned down over the mad scientist, and it opens its mouth and its lower jaw kind of distends out away from its head. And then this tentacle? Proboscis? Really disgusting tongue? Or ovipositor? Ovipositor would be the right word. Extends out of its mouth and then slides right into the mouth of the mad scientist lying on the ground. And you see that it, it keeps digging in deeper and deeper. And then you guys see like these lumps just coming right out or right down the, the uh, ovipositor. And uh, <clears throat> I do believe that that is going to be cause for a spirit check. Everybody has a minus two. Everybody is at a flat roll because it's still the same round. It is indeed still the same round, so no penalties. Other than the ones like what Cole has. Yep. Daisy, that looks really gross, but you're okay with it. Because I saw my dad die. Cole, you, you managed to hold it back. Charles, you're taking this like a champ. Um, and I just need the spirit rolls from Luke and uh, Pam. Sure thing. Where are they on this map? So they are back. If you zoom out, you can see where my uh, pointer is yeah. all the way to the east. They are just off the main map. Okay. I just couldn't find them. And yeah, I they're in the tunnel. Me. All right. So it's plus two for the, the right. fear modifier, right? It's um, minus two for the fear modifier, but a plus two for the fear modifier as well. So it's okay. just a flat roll, no penalties. Beautiful. You love to see it. All right. Go ahead and make that roll there. Okay. Good man. Cool. Roll. And we need oh. the good doctor to make one as well. Yep. And uh, Pam, make a spirit roll as... Goodman comes in with a total of four. And good thing that uh, Pam played that card, because that would have been a failure. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, Pam, are you there? I'm you... here. Ah, there I'm you are. struggling. That's okay. Select your token. 
then go up to attributes. That's what I didn't do. Okay. Yeah. You have to select your token to do anything using the heads up display. All right. I'm following. There oh, you go. Okay. Here we go. No penalties, so just hit the roll button. You're still a proby at this. It's okay. I hit it and it didn't do anything. Oh. Oh, there it goes. Oh, that, no, that was there me. Okay. Oh, dear God. I clicked it to Are see if it you worked. Me? So I am going to and reset you killed that. Me. Nope. I am resetting that. <laughs> Calm down, Turbo. Um, Look. <laughs> well, you know my black cloud. It wouldn't surprise me. So refresh your browser by hitting F5. And as soon as it comes back up, you should be able to click that roll button. All right. Let me know if it's going to click that roll button for you. Loading. That's right. There we are. And roll. Is it not letting you? One second. I'm so impatient. Yes, you are. There it goes. There go. I heard dice. E. And you come out of it having the first initial shock of seeing these oddities, these strange cryptids. You manage to kind of roll with the fact that it seems to be pumping eggs down this scientist's throat. Oh my goodness. And as you guys are all there holding yourselves in, stealing yourselves against this terror, that is where we'll pick up next time. Of course you lay off on alien egg impregnation. Right? <laughs> is he still alive? Uh, you don't know yet. So I guess we'll have to find out next week. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks for listening, everybody. Once again, make sure you check out poppetscoffee.com. Uh, help our sponsors out. And if you want to give us a hand, follow our link tree straight to our Patreon. Go ahead and sign up for tiers. Before long, we'll actually have physical stuff to give out. So go ahead and sign up on the Patreon, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night. This actual play podcast references the Savage Worlds game system and the Deadlands Weird West Savage setting, both of which are available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Consent Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings, and unique characters, locations, logos and trademarks are all copyright of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Tales from the Deadlands, Knights of the Smith Dinner Table, and all of its logos are property of Knightsmith Games, LLC. For more information, head to www.knightsofthesmithdinnertable.com.